these famous words of St. John the Baptist, he must increase and I must decrease, really speak to our first reading today, which I really wanted to focus on because it really talks about a life of sin and, and a life without sin and deadly sin and sin that is not deadly. And one of the important things that we realize is that if God is to increase in our life and we are to decrease, then it's really the sinful aspects of ourself that are the things that need to get smaller. And the life of grace in God is the thing that needs to take over our life. And one of the very first things that's said in that first reading today is that we have this confidence in him that if we ask anything according to his will, that he hears us. There's an important caveat right there. If we ask anything in accordance with his will, sometimes I think people like to say that without the according to his will part. <laughs> you know, if we ask anything in Jesus' name, all of these things have to be in accord with the divine will of God. Our own prayers and our own petitions sometimes might not be, and that's why we might not receive an answer. Sometimes we, there's, that, there's that adage about... Um, God answers all prayers, but remember, no is an answer. And so we have to remember that sometimes, that some things in our time or in our vision or our own desire might not be according to God's will, or maybe not at that time that we might be asking for that petition, potentially. And then we also see, sometimes I think people are like, where do Catholics get that crazy stuff about that venial and that mortal sin? Well, you have it right here, a pretty darn great explanation of exactly what it is that there are deadly sins but that not all sin is deadly and so the very thing that we do that so many of you are doing here today i'm sure of is intercessing on others behalf you're praying for them so there's many people that um, have sins in their life that are not deadly sins and so you continue to pray for them you pr continue to ask for god's intercession our Blessed Mother's intercession, other saints' intercession on, on their behalf. And so we always do that for people. But remember, if they've gotten themselves into such a mess that they're in deadly sin, it's up to them, their soul, their ability. They need to confess that to God. God has to absolve them from being in that state of mortal sin. And that's why we have confession. They really have to own up to that. Now, the sad thing that we all know here is that um, many people don't even know that they're in a state of venial or mortal sin, which is even scarier when you really think about um, the implications of the world. But um, that's what believers are, are called to do, though, to continue to pray and to and continue to make Christ increase and us decrease so that people see Christ in us. That's what they see shining more than anything, and then they convert so that they understand the nature of mortal and venial sin and sin in general, and that they actually ask for repentance and forgiveness of their sins. You know, that's the biggest thing. We have to be humble. And one of the things that, um, one of the things that's so important in our Christian life is um, to realize that these things have to happen right now. You know, Jesus came and said, the, the kingdom of God is at hand to repent and believe in the gospel. And, and often we would love to know the time, <laughs> you know, that Jesus would come again. But again, Scripture also says we won't know the time. So the whole idea of the teaching is the time is always, always now. 
And there's so many parables that Jesus gives about this, about realizing that the time is now because a life of sin, the sin that's in our lives, is a real thing. And so we need to recognize that, and we need to ask for forgiveness if we're, if we're truly in sin. And then we pray for others that we can pray for. But remember, we can't, we, can't, we can't do much for somebody who won't admit that they're in mortal sin. And so it's also highlighting that those things actually exist, and that people are actually in some sort of a spiritual uh, danger. And so we continue to preach Jesus Christ, and as we, as we kind of close out this Christmas season, we always remember it's only really a beginning. It was only a beginning, that point right there where John the Baptist is about to, what we'll do this weekend, the baptism of Jesus, we see that as, that was the beginning of his really, his public ministry, where he starts to manifest who he really is, and all of the things that are written down in the New Testament really revolve around that short period of time. And that's the message that we spread to the rest of the world, is usually that primary piece of information, the life of Jesus. The same life that we meditate on any time that we pray the rosary. God bless you all today.